1: And now, here's Constance Arnold. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Law of Attraction Radio Network. And of course, I am Constance Arnold, host of the Think, Believe, and Manifest talk show. And today, I am broadcasting from simply beautiful Atlanta, Georgia. So grateful, so thankful, so appreciative uh, that you made a decision to tune in today And I can truly say with all the faith that's on the inside of me that you are going to receive exactly what you've been searching for, praying about, uh, and that uh, it will really help you to continue to live in the vibration and the flow of faith and abundance. Well, it's a beautiful day here in the neighborhood. It's been a simply beautiful, magnificent week here in Atlanta. Autumn is here and uh, it is so beautiful and I have just been enjoying myself. Well, within one week, I have my reset retreat. I am already. I have my 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 10 ladies. Um, everything is ready at the country club and so excited. So my guest today is Jane Sterling. He's going to be teaching you about how to don't quit, keep showing up to manifest your dreams. He has a remarkable story. He's going to give us specific steps as to how we can do that so we're going to get right to it. But follow me on social media. Thank you guys for all of your comments. It's Law of Attraction Constance, both for Instagram and TikTok. Facebook is Coach with Constance. Uh, let's see, what else. Twitter, LOA Constance. And of course, my YouTube channel. Every week I uh, create at least... Two videos, sometimes three, uh, short videos that will really uh, inspire, motivate, and uh, teach you how to move from where you are to where you desire to be. Yeah, I know that's what I'm all about. Uh, Visit my website, fulfillingyourpurpose.com. When you're on my site, of course, you can get my two books. One is Secrets of Success. If you're really ready for love, uh, you can purchase my how to attract genuine love, and, and manifest the uh, love in your life. Of course, if it, of course if you're interested in coaching, I would love to do discovery call with you. Twenty minutes, no pressure from me. I'm listening. Uh, we are seeing if we feel that it's a divine match, and if not. I'll say so. And if not, you can say so. So email me at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. And guys, I think that is all. So we're gonna go to these quick commercial breaks, take take a deep breath in. Let it out. I'm gonna be right back with my dear friend Jane Sterling. So stay tuned.
0: Are you feeling stuck? Are you ready to live a life beyond your wildest dream? Constance Arnold is a seasoned and experienced professional licensed counselor for 25 years and a certified Success Life Coach and would love to partner with you to create your dreams. She's coached and trained over 10,000 clients on five continents and has a proven track record of success. Constance will assist you in getting a clear vision for your life and develop customized strategies projects, and action steps to begin manifesting your dream. Contact her today
1: at Constance at fulfillingyourpurpose.com and visit her website at fulfillingyourpurpose.com. Well, everybody, I'm back and I'm really excited and uh, we have a powerful man in the house today. Let me set my timer because I know we're going to go over so juicy. We have Jaden Sterling all of the way from Canada. And, you know, even though Jaden has been on many times, you know, the Bible says give honor where honor is due. So I want to read a little bit about him. He's a leader in the new thought field of the law of attraction and manifesting. He's a best-selling author and speaker. And Jaden was at the top 1% of income earners in the U.S. I, I love reading this at the tender age of 26. What are you doing if you are 26 right now? And he developed a multimillion dollar real estate portfolio in his 30s. But then he became the CEO. Y'all hear me talk about it every week of Sterling stock picker software which is an award-winning company. And just recently Jaden's company, Sterling Stock Picker, Receive the reward for the BEST, S-A-A-S, which stands for Software as a Service for Financial Services. And I'm just reading what the media says. And when you receive that award, it's deemed by many as a software equivalent to like the Academy Awards for a movie. So that is so big and so uh, so magnanimous, but more important Jaden uh is a spiritual man; he hears from the spirit and he wants to serve humanity. y'all hear me say that every week he is the only person in thirteen years who I have collaborated with, and I have had hundreds to ask me, so that should tell you something all the way from canada jayden sterling welcome back to the love attraction radio network
0: constance i am so thrilled to be here with you wouldn't want to be anywhere else thanks for having me back
1: well how's it going i always knew you were a superstar and today we're going to be talking about how to how to how to not quit how to keep going forward how to not throw in the towel and give up in business or in any other area so before we get there Jane what does it feel like to receive this award
0: oh uh, Constance it, it feels great I was in total shock and disbelief I don't know if you saw my video I posted on I Facebook I did I,
1: I just they, fell on the floor and just laughed
0: Stacy came in my, my wife came in the office and I had just found out and she's videoing me and I'm like like <laughs> I couldn't even speak you know and uh, the category right before us, uh, Intuit had won. And, and so I was reading the winners and I see Intuit and then I see Sterling Stock Picker. And I was like, <gasps> like it took my breath away. So it feels, um, it feels amazing. It feels amazing. You know, we, we are head down for the last four years, building this thing, uh, iterating, creating it. And then to have that level of validation for what we created feels incredible
1: right and that's why you are the man for uh for the show today and we're going to be sharing with people steps, wisdom, insight into what what can people do to keep moving forward, not give up, not quit. So right. what has the process been like for you because I know you've been working on this for how many years?
0: 4 years, over 4 years now and you know, it, it all started, um, actually it started with you because you and I years ago had a group coaching program. Remember we I called remember it wealth that. wealth purpose coaching. And I forget, I don't know, was that eight years, seven years ago, eight years mm-hmm. ago, something, something like that. And one of our, one of our students, Don McCarty was, um, was in there and he's, uh, he's a techie guy. He's mm-hmm. into computers and programming. He's a programmer. And uh, after, that prog- after our course, he reached out to me and said, hey, do you have any projects you're working on? I'm happy to help. And I said, well, yeah, I have this, this card deck. You know, I had the, um, let me see if I could, uh, Wealth and Wisdom, I created these uh, daily Oracle cards, right, mm-hmm. this card deck now we've sold out of the deck. So, um, but he created the app for the card deck. So it's on the Apple store and it was, he did a phenomenal job and he was easy to work with. And so that was great. You know, we, we thanked him and we went our separate ways. And then he reached out to me a few years later, about four and a half years ago and said, Hey, you know, we've got uh, my partner and I have, who's also a programmer. My partner and I have some time um, do you have anything you're working on anything that you need help with? I said, and there we go. So he was coming from a position of wanting to help mm. and which he always does. Right. He's an amazing guy. And he I is. said, well, I said, actually, yeah, I do. I said, I've, I've created this course to help people learn how to invest in the stock market. And, uh, you know, cause my background is, I think you mentioned a little bit, but, um, when I was in the 1% income earners, I was in, um, I worked for Merrill Lynch and Citigroup. So I worked on with two major Wall Street firms during the decade of my 20s. And I learned some very powerful things. I learned that the industry is set up to make money off of people, not for people. Mm-hmm. And when I saw my very wealthy, affluent clients come in with a portfolio of individual stocks, you know, John Deere, IBM, these massive conglomerates back then, you know, this is a long time ago. This Mm -hmm. is back in the 1990s. And I was told, you know, you have to diversify their holdings because of risk and which meant sell their big stock positions and then buy them all this package product stuff, mutual funds, unit investment trusts, managed money, CDs, all of this Basically, garbage. And, I, and I'm not, you know, this is coming from an insider perspective. This mm-hmm. stuff is high internal management fees. The rates of return are uh, definitely don't compare with the markets. They hardly keep up with the markets. So I learned very quickly from the industry how to make money, but it was from my clients that showed me the way, not, the, not Merrill Lynch or Citigroup, who I worked for. So I've always believed in the power of stocks, individual stocks, and I've always been in, I'm a 35-year professional investor. It's what my tax return says as my profession is professional investor. I've done this my whole entire life, uh, investing in stocks. And I knew I knew a thing or two about it, but I, I didn't know if I could teach other people. You know, it's like when you, when you have a skill set or an expertise, you go, well, okay, I know how to do it, but can I help other people do it? And that's when I put together a course and I beta tested it. And there were eight students in that course and every single person got at least 30% return on their money within six months.
1: Wow. Like that's- you know, and Jayden, I want to say that Jayden's idea came from he and I doing that master group which didn't turn out so great. I mean, it wasn't an astounding success. And so we just said, well, we're finished with this. So so maybe a listener may have an idea and it didn't work out. But from that, the spirit still spoke to you.
0: Yeah, that whatever you're being led or guided to do will might very well lead you to someone. I've always said your, your network equals your net worth right who's in your network who you know um i mean to this day i tell the kids you know if you want to get a good job it's who you know it's not what you know mm-hmm. and true. um so when don said you know do you have i said well yeah actually i have uh, one of my students said i love your course it's amazing i'm doing great i've learned so much could you could you create this with software and i was like well I don't know. I w- you know, I'm not a software guy. I wouldn't even know where to start, right? But the universe said, "Hey, just just stay open." So I was completely open. I didn't shut the idea down. I I always believe there's power in messages coming through other people. Mm. You know, I re- I think spirit puts this little message in someone that says, "Hey, go tell that person this," right? Go ask this question. And we all we need to do is be a first-class noticer. We need to pay attention to what people are asking of us. And if uh. it's a fit, right? If it's a fit, it's like, go for it. So of course, the way the beautiful universe works, four months later, Don reaches out again. Hey, my partner, Eric, and I have time. Do you have anything going on? And I said, well, funny that you ask. Hmm. I said, one of my students just asked, "Could you create software out of your uh, out of your class, out of your online course?" And I said, "Don, I think if we can teach people, this is what I said to him from day one. If we can, regardless of someone's skill set, regardless, even if they don't even know what a stock is, like a brand newbie, brand new person to investing." if we could create software that in three clicks or less, they find a winning stock, we'd have something there. We'd really have something because, you know, over the decades, I've, I've bought software. I've tried, I've spent tens of thousands of dollars buying investment software. It was so darn confusing. I couldn't figure it out myself. And I was in the business and I kept thinking, how does anyone figure this stuff out? Right? Like, Mm -hmm. I said, we have to make it so simple. We have to take all the complication out of it. I want it simple. And, you know, so we had a vision. We started this whole thing with a vision and we went to work every weekend, uh, th- during the week at night, because th- those two guys work day jobs and mm-hmm. I I'm an entrepreneur. I had a little more flexibility with my time. So we would, we would We would work all weekend. They knew nothing about stocks when we started. And that's the other thing I wanted to share with people. You know, when you have partners, when you're going into something with a partner, this is probably one of the most critical things to our success, is a dear friend of mine said to me years ago, she said, the best advice I ever got was um, only marry someone or go into business with someone who you want to become like them.
1: Mm.
0: And, and it's funny. I said, I said that to my step-up son and about my wife, Stacy, I said, he said, well, you wouldn't want to become her. I said, I sure would. His, you know, his mom, Stacy, my wife is, is high integrity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, like one of the most amazing people on the planet. Like I trust her with my life, with everything. And of course I'd want to become like her. So that was lesson one for me. It's like, Don is such an admirable person. Yeah. He's high integrity. He's always of service. He, you know, highly spiritual. Like he was just such a good fit for me to build this company. And we started, we started programming. We took it step by step. What the software is today uh, is very different than what it started out being. Right. So, People have to know when you're building something doesn't matter what you're building as long as you can keep like a super long-term vision of it and allow for who was it um uh one of the writers said you have to be comfortable with the first excuse my language shitty draft Uh right you just have to get that first one out of you and then go to the next step so you know we created this thing in the beginning um it was okay, it, it, functionality off the charts. Look-wise, we didn't spend any time or energy on the look and feel of the software until recently, the last six months, we finally got in there and fixed that up. But functionality, A++. We knew we had something that was that was really solid. So um, not to, but hey, let me tell you, there have been really tough times along the way building this. Um, at one point, all of us wanted to quit. Thank God it wasn't at the exact same time (laughs) (laughs) or else we would not be having this conversation today. But, you know, there was one time Don's like, I've had it with this. And Erica's like, I've had it with this. And I'm like, I've had it with this. And we, you know, look how many weekends we've given up, all these family events we've missed. I mean, we just gave up Mm -hmm. so much to build this thing. And, but like I say, fortunately, we all weren't there at the same time. So we got through our stuff. We'd sign off. You know, when, when you get to that level of wanting to quit, that's when we knew we'd say to someone, okay, um, hey, take the rest of the day off. Go go with your family. Go do something. Um, you know, like, let's just back off this because it was so intense, all of this work that we were doing. So um I think don't be afraid of the feeling of wanting to give up. I think that's a super normal, natural feeling Mm -hmm. in anything, in any relationship and building anything, you're going to reach a limit where you're like so taxed out, so tired, so done with it. And the challenge is at that moment, you have to ask yourself, "Am am I really complete with this or am I just needing a break? Mm. right because then you can evaluate evaluate it you can go okay yeah if i'm really done with this like if i am i willing to give up all the work that i've done up until now that's really what you're asking yourself right Mm. and if you're willing to and if you think that's as far as it's going to go then graciously let yourself out of it But if it's just because you're tired or frustrated or upset about something, you know, let that go, like, like, do your best to move through that and connect with your team when you're ready. If this is the first time in business for me that I've had this level of partnership in a company. Um, outside of my wife, like Stacy and I own our own business. And, you know, we've been doing this together for six years um, with what other entrepreneur Mm -hmm. events, but to have outside of my family, this is the very first time. And it's just naturally progressed um, along the way. So we never tried to force anything. We never tried to, you know, make this thing a home run. We just we just kept showing up and showing up and showing up Mm -hmm. and bringing our best to every single programming session. Um, and then we have our own, this is the other thing as I was thinking about, you know, sharing with your group this on this call today is we, we have our own responsibilities. I don't dip into Don and Eric's responsibilities and they don't dip into mine. Mm when something comes up that is related to one of their things, I step out. I'm like, that's on your plate. I've got enough on mine. Right. So you got to know, you got to have real very clearly defined boundaries in the working relationship to know who handles what and don't ever cross that line because you don't, as a CEO of a company, you don't have to have your fingers in every single aspect of the business you're the visionary. You're the one who is taking this company to the next step, the next step. And that's how I see my role. I'm a steward. That's, that's all I see myself as, as a steward. And now that we have investors, I'm responsible for their investments. And that's what, that's what inspires me every day. How can I bring my best to our investors so that they're getting an incredible return on their investment?
1: So you mentioned showing up every day. So, mm-hmm. on those days when you were like, "Man, I am finished with this," <laughs> did you did did you still have a vision of it, and that sort of kept you going? And how important is having a strong vision?
0: It's biblical, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, in the Bible, I believe it says, "Where there is no vision, the people shall shall perish." So it's everything. Um, it's everything because it's gonna it's gonna keep you in the game. It's gonna keep mm-hmm. you showing up. It's gonna keep you overcoming your own. Um, I don't know. I, I probably get a little bratty. You know? I, I'm whiny. I don't want my weekends are gone. You know. And every Monday it's like my Mondays are the same. I have a full coaching day I'm from 9 a.m. 6 p.m. I'm on calls each day. Doesn't matter that I worked all weekend you know, every day, every Saturday and Sunday, and I'm still doing it to this day. But um, so I do a workaround. I take Fridays off. So I get Fridays off and then the rest of the day, I'm, um, days of the week, I'm, I'm running Sterling Stock Picker. So um, I think at this point, it's a first world problem when we were when we are complaining about how much work we've got or how much is on our plate.
1: Yeah, what about sacrifice? Because I hear you talking about that and we live in a world of, oh no, my video went viral and now I'm famous overnight kind of thing. But every day you showed up and like you said, you're working on the weekends and and in the um, evenings.
0: I heard something very profound that always stuck with me. Um, Someone said it takes eight years to become an overnight success. Mm. And I like that. And I'm I'm I believe that. I think along the way, so we're four years into that eight-year process. Mm -hmm. Um, Along the way, we're gonna have wins, we're gonna have and we're gonna have losses. Like that's universal law, right? To balance the equation out. You just can't always focus on the wins, wins, wins. If you know losses can be, well, like you said, we are are even though we're giving great content, that wealth purpose coaching thing. Um, wasn't a home run, but yet Mm -hmm. everyone who went through it loved it. They loved it. So to some extent, I would say it was a home run because it it did help people. Um, So maybe something isn't, you know, I think we want too much too soon, especially with these kids coming up now in their 20s, early 20s. It's like, They want to go right from college to CEO and they're it's beneath them to focus on sweeping the floors. Right. And I think that's a big problem. I do. I I think, I think there's benefit in sweeping the floor. I think there's benefit in learning every aspect of the business and humble yourself through the process. You know, that's, uh, yeah, I think this generation, I think we got to really focus on helping them. Um, it's not instant gratification. Like you say, overnight, a video goes viral and they're an instant star or whatever. That is for, uh, that's few and far between. The rest of us need to put in the work, head down, you know, make some sacrifices and, um, and keep moving forward. If you have something of value, if you have something of value and you know what I think Constance I think everyone has something of value they just sell themselves too short they they give up too soon they underprice it they bail before the big payday and
1: so so what do you mean by underprice
0: I mean people sell themselves too short They, they you know they go oh well yeah, I may have 20 years of experience in this field, and I'm only going to charge 50 dollars an hour for my time. I mean, come on, that makes zero sense, right?: I nothing not but the truth.: I think if people look at what they really have to give, and most importantly, the difference they make in someone's life, I, pay should be our pay scale should be equivalent to the difference someone is making. That's why corporate America is all messed up. It's a pyramid scheme. You've got the CEO making tens of millions of dollars and you've got the person at the bottom, middle, mid-level management, you know, maybe they're in full on each and every day, making Mm -hmm. something work. They're bringing in the income. The CEO isn't, he's not doing one single thing to bring in a dime to that company other than showing up on CNBC or some of the financial publications and so I think if we flip that pyramid, I think if we if we create a system, and that's what I love about entrepreneurship, that's what we can do as an entrepreneur. The more you are in business and the, diff, the bigger the difference you make, the more people are going to do business with you because they know you Not like true, eh? and trust you, and the more money you're going to make.
1: Right. So it wasn't money. I'm going to build this company for money. I'm building this company to serve. Was that your vibration, Jane?
0: It's always, always from day one. We've never, now we take an annual management fee. We split um, Don, Eric and I split uh, a small management fee each and every year. We've never taken money out of the company. We've plowed it back in. We always put it toward our marketing efforts, everything that we're doing. So we've never done it for money. But that being said, you know, when I was in corporate America and I worked at Merrill Lynch, we took companies public and we, uh, many companies public, but the only people who could participate are are what's called an accredited investor. And an accredited investor is someone who has a net worth of a million dollars or makes $200,000 a year. And that excludes a whole bunch of people. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So my goal was to not rely on any institutional investors for our capital raise. I went right to family and friends and my students because I want them, they're, they're in at 50 cents a unit. My goal in two and a half years is to take this company public at $8 a share so that they can experience that level of growth for their investment and I'm doing my best to do it without any any institutional money and I think we can do it yeah so it's good where the people buy the people
1: yes I love that what else can people who are entrepreneurs or or if anybody has a vision about something what what other insight can you give them
0: Well, I think you got to go old school. I think you got to, you know, really just go into, um, you can look at industries and sectors that are, um, that are booming right now. I guess I say like we, we're in these SAAS industry, that software as a service. Mm -hmm. Um, So you can look at a future growing industry, but bring your old school work ethics to it. Do you know what I'm saying? So combine the two. Go with go with something that's going to be meaningful and substantial, mm-hmm. something that's going to be around down the road, and then bring your uh, just very consistent, steady work ethic to that project. There is no jumping over steps. You got to go step by step by step. And sometimes we feel like, oh, I'm not making any progress, you know, what's going on. And then all of a sudden you're going to get recognized like we did, like an award or um, more and more people, the word's going to start to get out about your product or service that you're, that you're doing. But as long as you, like I, Constance, I am so grateful for every single subscriber that comes our way. You know our software is thirty three dollars a month. That's it. It's mm-hmm. like a little over a dollar a day. It's less than a cup of coffee every single day. And every time I see a subscriber come in, it's we get this rep, uh, email that says, you know, congratulations, you've got a new mm-hmm. subscriber. And I look at the name and I thank them. I thank them inside, like thank you for you know, and I say their name because it's so important. To breathe into what you're doing and to value each and every customer. And then I pick up the phone and I welcome them to our software platform and I say, How'd you hear about us? And how can I help you get started? And they're like, What? You, this is, is this James Sterling? And they're like, <laughs> <laughs> They're so surprised. And they keep saying, This is great customer service. <laughs> mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I, I don't, I have zero ego, you know, me conscious, zero ego. I am thrilled to talk to these people who want to, who from out of nowhere, all over the world, join our program. I'm like, tell me, how'd you hear about us? What, what do you like about it? What do you want to accomplish? And I give them a little, you know, help them, uh, give them a little direction there.
1: Right. And one thing about Jay, and I jokingly say this, I have never heard him brag, never heard him boast. And, you know, he didn't even talk a lot about his lifestyle. I was trying to pry it out of him. He wouldn't, he wasn't getting up no information. It took me like seven years to get something out of James. (laughs) And so he is pure about helping people. One thing you talked about was you had the vision and Mm -hmm. then, the resource of Don and and his partner came along. So when people get a vision, do you believe that the people resources and other resources will come to them? How does that work?
0: Absolutely. So Mm -hmm. the process works in a way that when someone holds a vision for something, Mm. the universe creates the environment for that vision to come true you, you have to really get that and understand that so your role is to hold a crystal clear vision get as many details as you can in your in your inner vision right your inner eye um, and hold that vision just keep focused on that vision and then wait and see what comes like when I had the when my student asked me about that I love your class can you create this into software I was like I don't know. I, well, personally, I can't because I know nothing about computer programming, but let me see what I can do. And then I was like, well, how could that work? And I was batting some ideas around in my head. And then, you know, boom, three or four months later, Don reaches out. So that was the universe because when there's someone on the other side of the equation, Don had to be prepared. They had to wrap up a project they were working on, Mm -hmm. they had to finish their stuff. And then he goes, he comes right to me. So on the other side of that partner that you may end up partnering with, or that person you may collaborate with, or what have you, they've got their own thing going on too. So things have to be in alignment with them to come to you, to find you and good. just get on their radar, right? Like, like I said, your, your net, your network is your net worth. So keep meeting people, keep. I mean, it's how I met my wife through a friend. Um, It's, you know, Constance meeting you when we spoke on that cruise ship and then Mm -hmm. connecting with Don and having that this lifelong connection with you has been incredible. And, you know, I think that's that's the key. But it's a long success is a long term play.
1: So what about gratitude? Were you grateful? I I mean, you know, on those days when you were like, man, uh uh-uh. This ain't happening. How how did you? Tough, tough. Yeah. Thank you for tough. that honesty. How, yeah. how, how do you stay grateful and how important is gratitude?
0: You know, uh, it's probably easier for me to say hindsight. It's really simple to be grateful. Like we have now a $5 million company that we built from nothing, that we bootstrapped from the ground up. Um, but going through it, when I couldn't see that. $5 million company that eventually will be a $200 million company. Um, it, tough, tough days, yeah. tough, tough. I think the, the thing that I really appreciated about my partners is that every time we showed up, we were focused. We, we had a list of things on Saturday morning. We knew what we wanted to accomplish by Sunday night. And we hung in there. And that was really Don, you know, leading that, um, that process. So I, I, I think if anything, I found myself giving up control. I found mm-hmm. myself trusting so much in the partnership that we had created that it allowed me to go, okay, well, if they tell me we're on track, then we're on track. Because remember, we spent 18 months developing the software before we let one person see it. Wow. 18 months so a wow. year and a half of our life like and a lot of companies do it differently right they'll get an idea and then they'll raise capital and they'll be like yeah we're gonna we're gonna build this thing and then not every company builds what they say they're gonna build right so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I said to the guys I'm not raising one dollar until we have software that I know that works and you know and that people like it and they so we spent Three and a half years before I ever raised one single dollar for the company. Three and Amazing. a half.
1: Yeah. So let's talk about money because a lot of people are, are saying, well, you know, I have this great business idea, but I don't have any money. I don't have any people. What about money?
0: Well, money responds to vision. So, mm-hmm. money, if we break it down on an energetic component. So, I'm I'm a, you know, like you say, very highly spiritual and a channel. So I channel a group of entities that are in the non-physical dimension called the one voice. It's kind of like, if you've ever heard Esther Hicks, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: um, channel, right. That's, um, that's what I do. So I've always had that ability. And so I, I use it for every aspect of my life. I use it for, you know, raising the kids, um, in business, in my relationship, you know, even with our dog. I'm using it in every aspect of my life. So one day I said to the universe, tell money, I just spoke directly to money, tell me what energy do you vibe with? Like I wanted to build my connection deeper with money. And in that moment, Constance, most incredible thing, I felt the energy, two different energies simultaneously. The first one was uh, masculine energy of discipline of like you know and not like oh you didn't do that right go sit in the corner not that kind of discipline the discipline like show up every day keep keep going keep moving one step in front of the other even if it's two steps forward and one step back you're still gaining ground right keep moving so that kind of discipline and then i felt the energy of creativity which is a feminine energy So here money is telling me you need to bring both aspects of you because we have both feminine and masculine energy within us. You need to bring both of those aspects to the, to your showing up every single day. So when I started to think about that, I'm like, oh, discipline. Okay. Yeah. Well, that, because how many creative people do you know who are, who are starving because they don't have the discipline to sell their artwork. Mm -hmm. Right, they're but super talented. Their artwork can be absolutely beautiful, um, amazing, but yet they're lacking something to put it out there to ask someone to buy their artwork. So, but the other way holds true too. You can have a totally disciplined, like accountant kind of person, a numbers-oriented person, but they're lacking the creativity that might make their business get off the ground or, or get something unique going. Right, so. Mm-hmm when i'd heard that that whole vibe of combining masculine and feminine it means bringing all of us to the table every single day and showing up in a way that that allows something to be made to call money forward that's what brings in money someone creating and disciplined about their creativity how simple is that and money's like man i'll I'll beat a pathway to your door all day long when it finds that right connection and that, vib- that vibration. Because money, as you know, is energy and energy is made up of frequency and vibration. So when you start to look at that, then it, every day you just go, okay, well, I'm going to be creative. I'm going to bring my creativity today and I'm going to be disciplined about staying at my desk and getting my work done.
1: So good. And Jane doesn't know this. Cause he he's not down here in Atlanta. I just had that same conversation with my hairstylist. <laughs> okay, I, I was sitting in my car. And we were talking about the difference between masculine and feminine energy, and I said I think that too many women are just action, you know, black and white, and they're leaving out that feminine, intuitive. Uh, yeah. energy and you have to have both of, just have that conversation
0: so good that's the universe that's awesome uh, uh, mm-hmm. and, and you know the, i'll say one other thing about masculine energy um that's the giving energy mm-hmm. so it's interesting that money first pointed out the masculine side because and and a lot of women push back and they're like wait a second i'm you know i'm always giving i'm always giving i'm like okay well great well that's you tuned into your masculine energy that's awesome right nothing wrong with that But we're, we have to understand we're the generator of money. We, you you have to sit in the understanding of you generate money comes from you, not to you. Oh, that's good. And because it comes from you, that means you're in charge of creating that energy. It means, uh, you know, do something today, do something, be of service to someone do a random act of kindness, um, put some, do some marketing today, get on the phone, talk to people, put energy out there and uh, you'll be amazed at what comes back.
1: Man, Jade, you're so smart. It, it, it's, it's crazy. So <laughs> we're going to talk about your software in a minute, but anything else that you could share with people, who might be, who have this vision and it doesn't look like it's going anywhere. You share, you share some powerful wisdom nuggets.
0: Let's talk about, you know, we're finding ourselves in a very tricky economic time. Okay. Um, We are, there's some talk about we're in a recession. Some say we are not technically by definition. We are, we've had two consecutive quarters of negative GDP, meaning our growth is not there, it's, it's receding, mm-hmm. it's not growing. So technically we are in a recession, but you know, great business can come from recessionary times. A lot of what happens during a recession is the person who isn't visionary and who isn't really strong in their beliefs will fall away because mm-hmm. they'll have an excuse for it. They'll be like, yeah, my business didn't work out because that darn recession. So that means the cool thing about that is I've built three different businesses in a recession. Each time, I don't know why my timing's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the worst timing ever. And here I am building it—you know a third business. And it's always been in a recessionary time. And I think looking back, it's because you have less competition, mm. right? Businesses fall away and a lot of businesses think, Oh, I just need 10 million or a million dollars or $10 million to get this thing off the ground. And then I see it happen all the time. They waste money. They don't have the understanding of what it takes to build something of value and to love it one customer at a time.
1: Hmm.
0: You know, they throw all this money into it and go, Oh, I'm just going to spend, you know, $500,000 on marketing and hopefully my business will take off. Well, that's just on a hope and a prayer. Mm-hmm. That's like throwing spaghetti against a wall and see if you know it's ready. If it doesn't stick, it's lunchtime. I'm getting hungry. But anyway, it's. <laughs> <laughs> so you we just it. It.
1: You just lost the Thought <laughs>
0: <laughs> like
1: spaghetti. That sounds good
0: for lunch today. That's a good idea. <laughs> but for someone who is building something. In this time, you have to have even more resolve because things are going to get trickier. There's a fiscal tightening, right? The Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. That means that's a tighter monetary policy. They're not as ready or willing to lend money as they were back in uh, before, uh, back in 2007. You know, you could call up the phone. The joke was in 07, your dog could get a mortgage. (laughs) Ain't no good have gotten
1: a mortgage, huh?
0: That's right. <laughs> that's right. But now that's not the case, right? Tighter fiscal policy. So then you got to look at, okay, if money isn't flowing, then I have to create another, some type of energy that is flowing. And that comes from you. So keep your vision strong during this time. Keep showing up each and every day. You're going to have bad days. Expect them. It's not all roses. It's not all cupcakes. It's not all a bowl of pasta. Things are going to get rough. It's, it's, it's figuring out ahead of time. How are you going to handle those choppy or difficult situations? Just think it through a little bit. Hey, be like, all right, if I'm having a bad day, you know what, I'm going to yank pull myself out of the business that day and I'm going to go watch an inspiring movie and I'm going to get the biggest tub of popcorn and I'm going to get a refill of that popcorn and I'm going to put (laughs) butter on it because I usually don't do butter. (laughs) (laughs) And then you put chocolate covered peanuts in there because it's delicious when the butter melts and the peanut. So you just create this thing in your head, right? That's your Uh strategy for something that happens on that day. Don't beat yourself up. Don't give yourself, don't tell your, don't tell yourself a story. Okay, this must be means I'm getting out of this business. I'm quitting. No, it doesn't mean that at all. It means, hey, today's not the day to be working at that company. Today's the day for you to relax a little bit. Maybe you've worked seven days a week or 10 days or in a row or mm-hmm. 25 days in a row. You need a break. Give yourself a break. And take as many breaks as you want. That has to be okay too, because if you allow for that and your, your vision is going to kick in eventually and it, you're just going to be like, oh, I'm ready now. I had my two days off, had my three days off. I had my week off, whatever you need, come right back to it. And create the vision. That's what that's what having partners is helpful for. So if you're if you're a solopreneur, if you're like out there slug, slogging it through it on your own, mm-hmm. just surround yourself with people who can hold that vision for you. So true. That's the that's key. So true. Who can remind you? You know, you call them up and say, oh man, I'm having a bad day. Constance, you're the most one of the most amazing coaches I've ever seen in the industry. Like I'm sure Thank people you. They can have, they can have you as their, you know, their accountability partner, you as someone who can say, Hey, it's okay to have a bad day, you know, reach out. Uh, I'll talk you through it. And, and then they'll show up um, even better for it.
1: So good. So let's talk about Sterling stop picker Now y'all have heard me talk about it every week. So why should people, and this is what people have been asked when we got 10 minutes, Jay, stock the stocks are just crazy now why should i even invest in stocks so tell us about your program how does it work you got so much stuff going on a mentoring group explain everything to everybody
0: yeah thank you for the opportunity i will um first first of all you know it's it's interesting whenever the stock market goes down people panic Mm -hmm. instead of rushing to it to buy more right like I always say, use the example, when your favorite toothpaste goes on sale, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to get two things of it instead of the one. You know, it's on sale. I'm going to buy more. But there's some type of mental, there's some type of fear, inherent fear that they've got us afraid when the market goes down. It's the weirdest thing because the exact opposite should hold true. You should get excited when the market drops because you can buy some great companies on sale. So um, that's what I want to say about the equity markets. You've, there's some incredible opportunities out there.
1: So so let me say this, Jay. So yeah. for someone who doesn't know anything about stock, your software is designed in a very simplistic form to help those people. Because somebody asked me that question.
0: It is in the very mm-hmm. simplistic form. Anyone, as long as you can turn on a computer, log into our software, click the mouse—if you, you know—it's super easy to find winning stocks. So I do want to say one thing about stocks for those of you who don't know anything about them. Bring to mind McDonald's. Okay. All right, and um, you know uh, there are many levels with money going on with the McDonalds. First, you've got the person walking in with their pocketbook and they're buying lunch so they're the customer right they're giving that company money then you've got someone working behind that cash register for now it's a human maybe eventually it'll be a robot this is who knows where we're going with this Mm -hmm. right but you've got a person who's then paid to work for that company and they're taking the order and they're giving them their lunch and then you've got so, and then you've got a lot of those people. You got someone in the back cooking. You've got someone managing it. You've got someone ordering. There's a lot going on. People working for this company, and they're earning a wage, and their uh, every paycheck that they get, they get money taken out of that paycheck, right, to pay their taxes. Yes, that's how yeah, it works. Yes. Okay, so. Then you've got the franchise owner. McDonald's are franchises. Someone has bought a franchise, and they are going to receive a percentage of those profits. And they're going to mm-hmm. they're they're on the hook for the profit and loss statement of that business. They may make money one year, they may lose money. Who knows, right? But they've paid a lot of money to have that um, that role, that franchise. Then you've got because McDonald's is a publicly traded company, you have shareholders. Who own a percentage of the profits of McDonald's because they own stock. Now that stockholder is that person who has those shares in their hands well, it's electronic now, it's shares mm-hmm. in their portfolio. Have they done anything to sell that hamburger? No, nothing. Have they done any, have, they, have they had to go out and buy a franchise? no no have like they own a percentage of that company based on their investment and they're going to receive growth of their money because they own so many shares of that company so with that whole scenario would you want to be the consumer the person coming and buying lunch spending money do you want to be the employee the person who's providing that person lunch and getting taxed on it do you want to be the franchise owner who's taking all the risk for that business or do you want to be the shareholder who owns a percentage of that company? Shareholder. I think so. I think so. And then if you own shares in what's called a restricted account, meaning like an IRA, 401k, uh, if you're up in Canada, TFSA, RRSP, you're not paying tax on the growth of those stocks. You see what I'm saying? see what you're saying. Registered account no tax, and you're making the money. So that's just an overview of how it works, right? You get to decide because all of us at one time or another have been the consumer. We've paid for something. We're constantly going out and buying goods and services, paying for them. We then get to decide, oh, like my wife loves Lululemon clothing. So do I. And Constance, okay, well, do you know, you can be a shareholder of Lululemon, right? Like you can literally partake in the growth and the fact that every single woman on the planet loves Lululemon. So when you start to wrap your mind around, that's how, the now society is constructed in a way to remove money from you. They want you to be a consumer. That's what keeps this big ball of money flowing is, is consumption. But money told us, we want you to be creative and disciplined. Remember that. Always remember that. So at some point, y'all listening to me here, you got to move from consumption to creation.
1: That's good. That's good. So Jane, we got five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Tell, us, tell us how can people... Get on Sterling Stock Picker. No, I'll just keep
0: talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, um, we now have a basic free plan. So everyone can try. You don't even need to put in your credit card information because okay. we we get annoyed when we try free plans and they want our credit card. We were like, nope, forget that. Sterlingstockpicker.com go there, try our basic. You'll be able to work your way around the system at some point. If you want access to the whole kit and caboodle, it's 33 US dollars a month. You think we've priced it super fairly. Um, and essentially any, so I teach within that platform too. I've been betted. There must be 70, 80 videos in there. maybe. Wow. More. So you can learn about stocks. You can learn about investing, which is exciting. Um, increase your your knowledge and expertise with it because you know I I don't know about you all but I never got that education in school um Mm -hmm. not at all and the kids aren't getting it today I have many teachers who are in our program who say I want to share what you're teaching I want to tell my students about it but my hands are tied they're not able to so we have to educate ourselves
1: (laughs) (laughs) so Jane don't you have a coaching mentoring group now
0: I do. I do. We got a coaching mentoring group um, that we teach people. It's called the money mentor program. Okay. People within the software company, how to buy and how to look for value stocks, which are stocks on sale, which are a viable option. Basically, we teach people how to take um, how to invest their money with little or no risk. That's what we're teaching.
1: And you guys, you know, let me just say, cause you know, me, and when I said at the beginning of the show, I have never collaborated. I've had hundreds of people come and say, I want you to do this, but because I know Jaden, I he knows his stuff, he, he's of the spirit, he has wisdom. And when you just go on the website, Jay, it's like a wealth vibration comes on you. Because nice. you see all possibilities, you see Oh, you know, the guy that you have on now, I think he's a teacher. You see uh, people who are not just meditating on wealth and abundance, but actually taking an action step. And I want to say to everybody listening, you see his wealth, you see his insight, you see his wealth and wisdom. Go right now to SterlingStockPicker.com and just take advantage of that. Easy free trial and just get in the vibration of it. As you've heard me say, I think you're putting yourself in the vibration of wealth when you do that.
0: I think the so. The vibration
1: too. of abundance. And yeah. you got any other thing you can say in two minutes, Jaden, to everybody.
0: Do your best to def- to uh, overcome any type of fear in this environment. Do your best to stay focused and disciplined on what you're doing and true to your vision. That's the most important thing. Money will always come to those who are true to their vision and then make it work for you instead of you working so hard for it. And that's what stocks do. They make they, they make money work for you.
1: Everybody, go now. Hit stop. Go to SterlingStockPicker.com. Jaden. I love you. I love you. You my are
0: sister. amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are too. Thank you for listening to Think, Believe and Manifest. Constance Arnold will be back next week with another great show just for you. For more information, please visit fulfillingyourpurpose.com. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to Has anyone seen the bride and groom?